turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have y'all with me here tonight. I got to shift gears tonight because I'm wore out on talking about this indictment today. It just upsets me. And so um, there's other things happening. And one of the reasons why we started doing the news you can use segments is because I wanted to, I wanted the show to be more than just about uh, my opinions and what's happening in the world, but also hopefully provide some content that's actually going to be useful to you. Not just in terms of knowledge of what you can do, uh, or not just of knowledge of what's happening in the world, but just some ideas and suggestions that you can take away with you to somehow make your life better, do something a little bit different. So um, that's when we started the news you can use. So we got our man GQ from GQ Law is going to be here uno momento uh, to share with you. We always have a lot of laughs with him. He does the uh, quack and the whack stories, crazy legal stories, and quack. he's going to be here with his... Uh, his news you can use. And then we're also going to shift gears. There's other stories happening, um, like some st- stuff out of L.A. coming up and stuff related to the shots. So stay tuned for another hour of uh, interesting, good commentary and thought for you guys and information you can use. You can also call us live, 888-344-1170. Email me at Andrea K. Show. Got my man Skins back in the house. He was out last night. Thank you, Carrot Sticks, for filling in and, and having a a great time with me tonight. Speaking of laughs, my man, the aforementioned Gary Quackenbush is back with me the, uh, tonight. And and last week you were hosting the show and I was a guest. Now I'm back hosting and you're my guest. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. You were a really good. You're a good guest. Was you I? really were good. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a great call in. You introduced yourself. You speak okay. clearly into the microphone. It's like okay. you're professional. Did it's I crazy. do good as a guest? Would you have you're me back when you're filling in for me on my show? Oh, totally. <laughs> okay. I, just, I, I would love to. I would love to know. Have like. You know your your fan input on that from your fans like what <laughs> Gary was substituting and Andrew calls in and that was fun it made it a lot of fun yeah that. it was fun for me and I was yeah. uh, able to be home and handle my business my business so before we get into our news you can use you got any wacky laws for us tonight we need to giggle about the court system tonight so I think the thing about some of the wacky laws is is I'm happy that they've been created to help us kind of control ourselves and make sure that these laws kind of guide and direct us so that we can be good people. Okay. And so like in Alabama, I think this one is really appropriate and it was really necessary. I think you'll see why. In Alabama, it is actually illegal to drive blindfolded. (laughs) So I'm glad they came up with a law so that you would know that because maybe the driver education course didn't 
you know, didn't tell look, people that. Look, my dad's daddy and and his whole side of the family's from Alabama. Okay, they need to be told that kind of stuff down there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Oh, I just think that is funny. Yeah, well, but it is. so you know that's that's important in Arizona. Mm-hmm. This is you know closer to home in Arizona. You can't let your donkey sleep in the bathtub. It can stand in it to be bathed, but it cannot sleep there. You want to know the background, right? Yes. It was like a long time ago. Basically, this guy was letting his donkey sleep in the bathtub, and it started to enjoy it. And that it doesn't even make sense, the background of the law. And then there was a huge flood, and the donkey... The donkey was in the tub and got washed away in the tub. And so they thought that that was really cruel for the animal to be washed away in a bathtub. It survived, but that was cruel to have it floating down the (laughs) – In in a bathtub. (laughs) Anyway. I I think it's a cool image. I'm like imagining this donkey floating off in a tub. And I'm thinking, you know what? You know, it's not unlike Noah's Ark in a sense, you know. He well, you know it, what if he hadn't been in the tub, what would have happened to him? He, he probably would have drowned. The flood the t- the tub was the flotation device. But some Andrea, somebody had to go and make that <laughs> law. I mean, it's not like they just go, "Okay, we're going to make Hey guys, heretofore that is illegal." It's not like tweeting. They have to create a law, it has to go through the legislature, get approved, get written properly. I mean, they probably spent, you know, $100,000 creating this law to ban donkeys from sleeping in a bathtub. <laughs> it's stupid. Well, it makes and then you- Kentucky, okay, better uh-huh. yeah, in Kentucky a woman cannot marry the same guy more than three times. So if you marry the guy for the fourth time, it's illegal. Because they're like, look, after y'all done it three times, well, what about Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton? How many times were they married? I guess they, they didn't live they, in Kentucky. because they, they didn't they, live in Kentucky. Because no, they got married like four times, right? Skins, can you Google that for me? Because it's going to drive me crazy now about Liz Taylor. She was married a total of eight times. I don't know how many times she was married to, to Richard Burton. But I guess it's kind of like, <laughs> is it because Kentucky's like, look, we're tired of doing the paperwork? We're not going to do any more paperwork on you. We're done. We, we can't uh, allocate the resources to handle your paperwork. No. Is that okay. what it is? I have a more cynical guess, and okay. that is somebody that had the authority to, you know, somebody that was kind of in the industry of making laws, like as in some legislature guy, mm-hmm. probably um, told his daughter, you know, that guy's a bum, you should dump him, and she did, and then he came crying back, and she married him again, and then mm-hmm. he said, "That you got to get rid of that bum, and then the fourth time he said, okay, we're going to make this illegal, because uh, I don't want you to be with that bum. You know, yeah. it, they're always something stupid. That like makes that. sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Somebody was like, you know what? Yeah, I got it. I've got to. I've got to because so much of our laws are about social engineering, right? I mean, that's right. really what it's about trying to control people. You know, you know, God forbid you let your donkey sleep in a tub. I mean, you know, we can't have that. I'm, just, I'm so glad laws like this exist. You know, there's. I mean. It, look, if they're we not protecting, on and on. I know somebody's got to protect from, right. from donkeys floating away in tubs and and getting married for the fourth time. Because you know, I want a law that would tell me that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we can make it. Fourth time's a charm. Well, I know that's <laughs> well, you know what it's like, Alabama. I mean, you know, so I can tell you that they need do need to be told down there not to drive with their blindfolds on. I can say that because I've got family, and my daddy was from. Have you ever heard of Opelika? The town of Opelika, Alabama. It's no, right I next thought to. That was a disease. No, <laughs> or, a, or, either that or a piece of jewelry. One so. time, I'm in Maybe such it's a like silly a mood. One time, I shouldn't be telling y'all this on air. 
One time I caught Daddy after he'd had a heart attack. No, this was before the heart attack, so maybe this is why he had the heart attack. But okay. I caught him one Nobody's time. Nobody's listening. I caught him one time putting hot dogs in his salad. He was. What's wrong with that, Andrea? <laughs> Who puts hot dogs in a salad? And ever since then, my sister called it the Opal like a chef salad. Okay. <laughs> so- Andrea, well, maybe Richard Burton. Maybe that's why they were married. It was only twice. Oh, it was only in some dry. countries they put hot dogs on pizza and uh, oh no. Well, that at least that's better than hot dogs in a salad. So anyway, Daddy grew well, up in Opal. Like I don't know what's telling me why. Oh, that's where they filmed the movie Driving Miss Daisy. Oh, and they filmed the movie Norma Ray in Opelika. In oh, in the well, textile like factory my grandmother worked at. So anyway, now now I've I've inspired all kinds of stuff from like the Opa like the chef salad. I don't want to ever see a hot dog on my pizza bite. That's worse than pineapple. That's well, it. I, I neck tried and neck. It to be I tried to be like internationally sensitive. I mean, I tried to you know, cuz I like to try different foods and I looked at this pizza and I went mm-hmm. this is their specialty pizza. These are hot dogs, and they're yeah. crummy hot dogs. They yeah. weren't even like you know the Jewish Hebrew national. Oh, that's the so only kind of hot dog this. I eat. That's the only I Hebrew national is the only one I'll eat. Oh, and and sliced up and put in a it put in your Kraft macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yes, gourmet. Yes, excellent. But on a pizza, I was eating the pizza, and I was I was kind of like, mm, this no. is really not good. The hot that, dogs are not no. even good. It was just the weird. That's culinary thing. terrorism. Culinary terrorism. Yeah. Okay, I I agree. Okay, so you, you know I. You, I know you. You said, "Hey, let's talk about Aston, 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 Ashton Kutcher." Ashton. Yes, because I, I, it was it was like six thirty on a Sunday morning. I, I see know, this. But that's just so. I I don't like celebrities with their BS. I mean, the thing is, I, the whole thing about that this it, it it makes me you know the fans whatever Aston Crutcher and. Um, we can tell you Myla don't like Kunis. celebrities because Ashton you have Kutcher. no idea. Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher. and Mila Kutcher. Kunis. He, well, let me give you Great the backstory. People, nice people. Yeah. But you know what? The bottom line is I don't really care. I, I don't think we should chip into anybody's parenting. It's really hard to be a parent. It is. And but it's here's really the wor- hard to be right. a parent for rich kids. Because right. how do you say, no, you, we can't afford that, honey? It's like, but dad, well, here's, I let's, really would well, like. Let me interrupt because we got to let everybody Go know what it. we're talking about. So okay. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis um, have two or three kids together. There's this whole thing going on in Hollywood called Nepo Babies. And Nepo Babies is a pejorative term now referring to anybody who's born into a family where the parents have money. And how dare that child somehow have an extra in in the business community or in Hollywood, Nepo standing for nepotism. Mm -hmm. And it's a way to demonize people for having money. And so this whole Nepo, so then Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis have said that they were not going to leave any money, any of their money at all to their children. Mm-hmm. And um, and and to me, that kind of came in line. It kind of was almost like a follow up to our conversation last week because I was like, "Well, what do you do if there is like laws that say that say when you die, your property has to go to your children?" But you're like, no, you can decide whether or not to leave it to your kids or not. And now there's this whole movement to, for parents not to leave anything to their kids because it's bad to do so because then they're nepo babies. Ah, oh, people are so weird. They well, are. I mean, that 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 happened with um, Hilton, Paris Syndicate Hilton, because Grandpa was going to leave him the entire estate, which was like forty billion dollars, mm-hmm. and then he amended his trust to where they were only they were 
only going to each get $40 million and the rest was going to go to charity. And they, there was an article of them freaking out and crying. My life is over. Mm -hmm. Like, really? Mm -hmm. You're inheriting $40 million for just being born. That's right. ridiculous. But then the thing with, with, with Aston Kutcher, that, the thing that bugged me about that is that, that people are tweeting and saying, how dare you? And you shouldn't do that. And, and they were critical of them because they made some other decisions about their kids like you know we don't want our kids to be spoiled and not have to work a day in their life we want them to earn it i have friends that are that way you know and i'm not super rich or anything but i have friends that just say you know what if you leave your kids 10 million dollars why would they ever work why would they ever work well i don't think i'm one of these people that's like i think you have a right as your parents it's your money if you if you've worked for it and you've earned it you have a right to do what you want to do with it that's kind of where i stand on it i just i i think that it's it's interesting when it that uh, you know at least they're making an estate plan right they're thinking about it and put some thought into it brad Mm -hmm. pitt actually did something completely opposite he actually you know he's been in he was in a very contentious divorce with um what's her face angelina jolie and so he announced that he has set up a $200 million trust for all six kids. The ones that, that she had adopted before he married her. And, and he set up a will. It's an, I guess it's a revo- it irrevocable trust maybe because she can't touch it and access the money before or after his death. It's, and so I don't know who would be the trustee in that situation. Um, but it probably put an independent trustee, like have a professional fiduciary or something, and then they would have certain terms on your conditions when they can get money so that it's available for them for like education or housing or to buy a, run a business or something. You can do, you know, I think controls like that are fine. I think some that- parents come into a lot of money and they don't want their kids to kind of have the same issue and they, you know, I I don't see a problem with it. I think it is also like it can be a a, a personal thing with parents about depending on what ages the children are. What are their aspirations? What's their earning potential? What's their medical and health situation going on? I think there's a lot that goes into it. So I try not to criticize. I just find it interesting what because it's something that I care about estate planning and people taking care of their families and doing the right thing. I don't think that, you know, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are going to leave their children destitute. Okay, people. Uh, they're, you know, they're not going to leave underage children unable to feed themselves, having to, having to go work at Walmart. That's not the situation here, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so, and, go ahead. I just, yeah, and sorry to interrupt. I just, to me, it's like parenting is hard. I think people do the best they can. We all, you know, and these guys are in the public eye. The other thing in the article that was bugging me is that, you know, they, people were upset that they didn't bathe, bathe their children every day, you know, and they thought, oh my gosh, that's disgusting. And he says, well, if they're dirty, we clean them, you know. And the thing is, all you have to do is be a parent and you realize kids don't need to bathe every day. Sometimes they don't. I mean, so it's like, you know, they're just calling them out for these silly things. And, it, and who cares if the parent that's bathes stupid. them every other day or every three days? I mean, Whatever. I just, every day is cool, yeah. but whatever. My takeaway from it was mm-hmm. now estate planning is subject to political social pressures. Mm-hmm. That, that that they were influenced in some part with the pressure to not leave children uh, money. And I don't know if you're – I'll be curious to see if going forward if you're starting to hear that at all. When you have people coming to you to to do estate plans, I I don't really that much. I 
most of the people that I am talking to are, are they have some really good ideas on what they want, and they just want to know how to carry it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, people. I don't know. I think people are kind of independent. Once they decide they're going to do an estate plan, I think most people are pretty committed to just doing the best they can for their family. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it should be. That, that's mm-hmm. what we want it to be. Hat tip to Brad Pitt. And Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher for putting thought into it. I mean, because how many times do we do these stories where there is no thought? There's no will. There's no plan. There's nothing. Yeah, there's just wreckage. After someone dies, it's hard enough to deal with someone's death and and now have to manage their financial life and do the best you can. But to have it as a train wreck with a bunch of you know, stuff you have to deal with that just goes on for years and years, that's just not fair. Get your estate plan done. Let's take care of it. Anything else you want to add for tonight? I don't think so. That's it? Thank you for letting me be on the show and share these things. Well, of course. We want people to know how important estate planning is, and it always seems like, oh, we always talk about that. Why does Gary always talk about it? Because it's important, guys. It is, and it's only going to get more important as, you know, um, as things go on economically and things get more complicated financially. Um, you know, for the first time in my, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't, we didn't know too many people that owned multiple properties, right? I didn't mm-hmm. know too many blended families, mm-hmm. right? It was, you know, and people, you know, it was, it was simple, right? Things aren't as simple anymore. And things are more complicated. And so, um, but that doesn't mean that the process has to be complicated to get your estate in order. You just got to do it and you got to be willing to do it. That's, that's the message, right? So however you, however you choose to do it, I'm not judging. um, I didn't mean to to come across any of that article as though I was judging them. I just found it interesting. And because I find anything related to estate planning interesting and had tip to Brad Pitt as well. Um, How can people get a hold of you, my dear? Um, easiest way, probably go to my website, gqlaw.com. All right. gqlaw.com. That's the easiest way. And there's free stuff on there. There's a, a free book on that talks about estate planning, living trust basics. But um, yeah, I just, I love the fact that you are so into the estate planning because you know, you know, you know how it works, you know how it affects people. Mm-hmm. And I think coming from you, that's really, that's a big deal. That's important. So Keep it up. Keep Thank laughing you, at these crazy laws. <laughs> Thank you, darling. Keep bringing them to us. <laughs> Bring it on, man. All right. Thanks, Andrea. Thanks, honey. You have a wonderful Easter. Thank you, too. All right. Bye. Happy Easter. Bye. Bye now. All right. Stay tuned, because when we come back, guess what's coming in your meat department very, very soon, according to Thomas Wren's attorney. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Yeah, I'm just going to speak first, Andrea, because I had no idea. You gave me an idea during the break of something to eat. Chicken in a biscuit crackers. These things look heavenly. Where have I been? I don't know where you've been, man. I said something during the break. I don't even know how we got on the topic. I mentioned chicken and a biscuit crackers and Skins had never had a chicken and a biscuit cracker ever. I mean, I don't understand. In the South. I feel like I have not been living life properly. Let me tell you, in the South, I don't know any, I don't know anybody that didn't grow up. We cut our teeth on chicken and a biscuit. 888-344-1170. Skins asked me how to describe, I don't know how you describe the flavor of a chicken and a biscuit cracker. It is unlike any other flavor you've ever had in your entire life. And it's absolutely amazing. So 
888-344-1170. cheese on some sharp cheddar cheese on these babies? Are y'all a chicken and a biscuit lover like me? By the way, I had to Google Joe Tecapina because I'm like, I saw him on TV the other day. He's one of Trump's attorneys. I'm like, that cannot be Joe Tacopina. He's had major work done. So I just Googled. He's had a, he's had obviously a facelift. I think he's had an eye job. He's had tons of work done. Um, and he looks way younger, but he just doesn't look like himself at all. Um, he's, he's, it, it, to me, it's a case of too much when he was a good looking dude and it's just completely changed. He's unrecognizable. And that makes me sad. It makes me sad. I like when people, you know, if you want to get work done, fine. Oh, and he's also had his lips blown up. That's really what's made the change. You know, I'm not into the lip, the, the lips injections. He's had major lip injections. No, but for people that do get the work done, the people that just get the slightest work, Andrea, mm-hmm. they look so much better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why go, why go crazy, crazy big on it anyway? Um, Okay, so we're going to shift gears into some other topics. Um, I need to reach out, memo to me, reach out to Tom Renz. He's been on the show many times before. He tweeted this out yesterday or the day before. Breaking news. The lobbyists for the cattleman and pork associations in several states have confirmed they will be using mRNA vaccines in pigs and cows this month. We must support the Missouri House Bill 1169. It literally is the only chance we have to prevent this. No one knows the impacts of doing this, but we are potentially facing the risk of being a, quote, hashtag died suddenly if we don't stop this. Um, I looked into what was in this. It's pretty straightforward in what this HB House Bill 1169 is. And basically what it does is it it requires labeling um, to um, basically inform the meat eating public that the that any meat packaged is genetically modified. We don't know what it would mean to our bodies to eat genetically modified um, beef, but again, playing experiments with the American people. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you go through the grocery store, you see all these, the same people that have been telling you, you shouldn't eat trans fats and you got to eat organic and no non-GMO and, you know, how are you eating processed foods? You know, what are you doing eating, you know, chicken and a biscuit crackers are the same people that are perfectly okay with these experimental shots being injected into your food supply. It's about forcing us. It's about, it's about here's how they're going to get to those of us that decided not to put our arms out. They got to get to us one way or the other. There's a reason why Bill Gates is behind all this. And let me tell you, it is about population control. It's all about control. And that includes controlling the population of the world. He's openly said it. On a day in which Donald Trump was indicted over a, an alleged bookkeeping affair that they, that, this, that they then sliced up 34 different times, we have our U.S. government committing humanitarian crimes against its people under the guise of public health. So, Andrea, does this 1169 just make it so you have to label it or yes. will it actually stop these cattle from being uh, vaccinated? You have to. It would require they label it. So at some point... You know, if you don't want to ingest these shots through your food, you're just going to have to find another, you know, meat supply unless there's meat suppliers out there. But see, the problem is, is we've got the FDA controlling our meat supply, right? 
So if you're a cattle rancher, you know, the, it, 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 you know, I guess if you're a cattle rancher, you can, you know, um, process your own meat. Makes me wonder if you're going to get some, some independent um, processors out there. Yeah. But I don't know with the government controls that we have that any large meat processing plants or any large cattle farmers like Pioneer Woman, uh, the Drummond Ranch is an, an enormous um, working ranch. I don't know how many head of cattle they have, um, but it's but it's large. So they and you and if you've watched the show any period of time, you can see that they videotaped them and filmed them working the ranch and working the cows. And um, they do vaccinate them. So I don't know that they're that people like the Drummond Ranch are going to have a choice as to whether or not they're injected um, with this mRNA. So people are going to really start having to do research on what the meats they're buying. Yeah. Yep. And when does this start? According to Tom Renz, uh, several states have confirmed they will be using these shots in pigs and cows this month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, this is a bigger story than it is on the surface. We got to get Tom Renz on like ASAP. Yeah, I'm going to reach out to him in the morning. I tried to try to get a hold of him through his press rep, but she's not handling him anymore. Um, so we'll try to we'll try to get a hold of him. We're going to take a break. We come back. We've got a crazy story coming out of L.A. that you in in, in the vein of crime and punishment and who's getting punished and kind of we all are as citizens with Democrats in, in control of our justice system. Stay tuned. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay show on the answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Heading up the road to La La Land. Um, There's a proposal that was put forward by the L.A. County supervisors as part of a, quote, care first, jail last agenda. Doesn't that sound sweet, Skins? Care first, jail last. Oh, how nice. Isn't that sweet? Um, This, according to from uh, Bill at Fox L.A., at Bill Fox L.A., he's somebody to follow on Twitter, Bill Malugin. And um, he's actually got the documents posted on his Twitter account. It's number 22. What the proposal would do would ask the sheriff to cite and release anyone with a bail of $50,000 or lower. And just release them. If you were if you were arrested with a bail of 50K or higher or, or lower, what the, what they doing keeping you in jail? You couldn't have done anything really bad, right? Except this, it would include possession of child porn, domestic violence, illegally carrying a firearm, and violent offenses like residential burglary, robbery, and assault with a firearm. This is what's going on in our country in Democrat-run cities while they're railroading a former president of the United States for his politics. And you Democrats, if you're celebrating Trump tonight, like those people on CNN and that clip we played where they're like, oh, this is our Super Bowl. Well, let me tell you, you're going to be part of the losers, okay? Literally putting child pedophiles, domestic abusers. And this is the party that, that wants to do hashtags all day long and pretend like me too and that they care about women and girls and they're the party of children. No. They seek to um, 
decarcerate and depopulate L.A. jails by directing law enforcement and courts to vastly expand the, the use of site and release and return to COVID emergency bail schedule. See, that's one of the reasons why they did uh, the emergency declarations that they did across the country, and particularly in states like uh, California, the Democrats did. Because in addition to all the benefits of locking healthy people in their homes and uh, shutting down schools and all that, they got to they got to put violent offenders back out on the street because we wouldn't want somebody who raped a child or robbed a home at gunpoint. We wouldn't want them to get the Rona. We wouldn't want them to get the virus and die. Why not? Shouldn't that be part of your sentence? I mean, if you when what is the point of taking people's time to have them sit on juries and have our justice system that that where there are um, it, it sentence guidelines? I, I that's typically a term that's used for federal court, but in in our criminal courts, if you are if you are are, are for instance in in South Carolina when Alec Murdoch was found guilty it was either 30 years or life without possibility of parole and yet down the road you can have some legislator decide oh you know what because there's a virus we're going to put this murderer back out on the street where legislatures are supposed to legislate the justice department is supposed to do its thing and we shouldn't have just like we shouldn't have judges legislating from the bench we shouldn't have legislatures just upending without due process, just deciding to let violent criminals out on the street. And why are they doing this? For the same reason the border's open. Yesterday, do we have that clip from Mayorkas where he's, he's commenting on the border and the border wall? Is there anything that's off the table that you won't do to secure the border? Well, the president, uh, as uh, I think you know very well, said we are not going to uh, construct more wall that um, costs billions and billions of dollars that is immovable. <laughs> First, that wall is going to cost billions of dollars. We, uh, it's not like we're spending billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars to support the illegals that broke, committed breaking and entering and coming into our country. We're bleeding out our heinies. Supporting these people. And I'm so tired of hearing the term undocumented. You're, they're not undocumented. That implies that they lost their passport or their visa coming across. That's not what happened here. But isn't it interesting that he, you know, he said the quiet part out loud that Joe Biden's not interested in building something that's immovable because it works. That's the reality. We have complete lawlessness going on in our country and yet some, some, um, weasels in the Department of Justice masquerading as though hauling in, dragging in a former president of the United States over a bookkeeping error when there's not even any crime in there. Listed in, there's no, there's literally no ham in the ham sandwich. Meanwhile, we've got more fentanyl that's come across our borders to kill a third of all American citizens. We've got, we've got an intentional crime wave in this country from our southern border to across the, the, the country. This Alvin Bragg dude, there's an article on David, Daily Mail, by the way, 
um, talking about the rap sheets of the 10 worst New York City criminals who were repeatedly released by Manhattan uh, DA Bragg while he was focused on Trump. Several of these people have more than 100 arrests. More than 100 arrests. But it's like Jesse Jane Duff said about an hour ago, JJD, she was like, it's not enough. It, 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 you know, we can't just sit around and complain. We got to get active. We got to start doing something, running for office, supporting people running for office. And you know what? To those I said last night, to those I put the question out there, should we go to should 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 people be going to New York City to uh, protest Trump today? I even had a caller. I think uh, who said, no, no, he didn't want to go on air, who said, no, you know, they're going to have infiltrators there. It's just a setup for Trump people and conservatives don't go. Well, you know what? It ended up being it was managed properly by the police departments there. Nobody got hurt. There wasn't people, MAGA people rounded up and thrown in the gulag. So I was right. And all these DeSantis anti-Trumpers on uh, from Jesse Kelly and John Cardillo and beyond. Cardillo used to be a good friend of mine. Right now I'm put out with him. He's still a good guy. Um, but, you know, you know the, 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 he, he's one of the people that is saying right now that this, is, this uh, indictment of Trump is because they want Trump on the ticket so they can beat him. And he was also saying the people should not go and protest. That's giving, not protesting and exercising your constitutional rights. If you're going to cave on your First Amendment rights, then you're going to cave on your Second Amendment rights. How can you be some hardcore Second Amendment uh, person and then tell other people that it's that they shouldn't exercise their constitutional rights to peacefully assemble? It doesn't make sense to me. And one of the things we can start doing is speaking up and using our voices. And I don't care who it offends, even if it's a longtime friend of mine. If I think you're wrong, I'm going to call you out on it. That's the dumbest thing I've heard today. Is that the, the, the Democrats are going through all of this to drag Trump through every court they can because they fear DeSantis on the ticket. They want Trump on the ticket because he's the one that they can easily beat. It's just so stupid. I got to take a break. More when we come back. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I love Instagram. I just, I know I shouldn't probably, but I love it. I just saw the funniest meme. <laughs> it said, if you ever feel useless, these people paid to see invisible art and there was a whole group of people literally i kid y'all not staring at a blank wall where lights had been set up pointed at the wall so you could see you could see like rings of of light on the wall and people were literally standing there looking at it people are such sheep (laughs) me i would have been like whose idea uh, was this I got nothing. I still don't understand why anybody thought Andy Warhol's can of Campbell's tomato soup was art. Oh, but it's so, it's like something a second grader would do. Oh, but that's the point. It's Campbell's soup. That's the point. No, that's not art. You you repainted a Campbell's you soup eat can. Soup. Yeah. People are such dopes. Um, You weren't here last night, but was not. LSU ladies uh, basketball won the national championship. 
And Jill Biden was at the game and she caused some controversy because she suggested that she would talk to Joe Biden and invite the losing team, Iowa, along with LSU to go to the White House. And I was like, no. Uh, Sticks was like, oh, that's nice. And I'm like, no, it's not. Because, you know, the point of winning is that you're you're the winner. You get the prizes. That's it. Right. It doesn't go to the losers. And then to worse, it was Jill Biden being all like, oh, Title Nine. I just remember fighting for Title Nine. Women's sports have come such a long way. So she was trying to use this game and this national championship to push her political crap at the expense of the winning team, which was my alma mater, LSU Tigers. Well, um, there's more reaction today from that. We actually had a caller who was like, this is about everybody getting a participation trophy and it's not fair and that shouldn't be what's happening. Well, LSU's Alexis Morris, um, last night I mentioned that Angel Reese retweeted Joe Biden's uh, idea that both teams come with a, with a um, smiley face, that what a joke kind of thing. Another team player, Alexis Morris, um, requested that she uh, go that instead LSU go to Michelle Obama's house instead of Joe Biden's. I'm no fan of Michelle Obama, but I love the diss to Joe Biden. Stephen A. Smith says, "Hey Reese, uh, I I mean absolutely zero disrespect to the first lady, but you are a thousand percent correct. That's a bad suggestion. Runner ups don't get invited to the White House. Why are we trying to change it now? I completely agree with you, Angel. So that's a that's a little passive aggressive dig at calling Joe Biden a racist." Um, Mark Lamont Hill went on to say, if Iowa had won, you think the Bidens would be inviting LSU? Of course not. Whiteness is a hell of a drug. I'm kind of loving the racist uh, accusations against the Bidens. Um, Boozy said at Flotus, I hope that was a joke. Don't do that to these girls who have worked their entire lives to get to this moment. In, uh, uh, I, and Iowa did not play such a good game. They got smashed. It's American history. You win, you go, you go to the White House. You lose, you go to yours. Thanks. That's boozy. Um, it just got, went on and on and on. Um, if Iowa women's basketball team has any type of integrity and sense of sportsmanship and tradition, they would decline any White House invites and let LSU have the moment per tradition. Um, I'm loving all the shade. I'm going all the shade, loving all the shade, going to Joe Biden. All right. So during the break, I said, to, uh, um, I said to Skins, I said, oh, you know, you like wrestling, right? There was something called WrestleMania that streamed. It's out only the biggest wrestling show phenomenon on the entire planet, Andrea. Never heard of and, it. And yeah, it draws more and more people each and every year. It's each and every April. Now it's, it used to be a one day event. Now it's a two day event. And it was up in L.A. this last weekend, and it drew about 80,000 people each night. So uh, each of the two nights, about 160,000 people. And what happens at this WrestleMania? They wrestle. Okay. It's not, it doesn't seem like it's fun. What what made it kind of at least a little interesting to me when I was a kid was the crazy characters uh, in their costumes, right? They still have... Oh, yeah, you haven't watched in a while. Andrea, the, the, the characters and the costumes have got more extravagant over the years. It's literally, it's not like collegiate wrestling. 
Okay, yeah, because that's not interesting. I, li- I It was obviously phony to me growing up, like Hulk Hogan. No, I will that. say this. See, this is where it it is choreographed and it is staged. It is not fake. The injuries that take place because of what these well, guys do I mean. physically is insane. Well, that's what I mean in terms of it's staged. It, it's 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 choreographed, yep. right? Did you ever see the Netflix show that had to do with it was based on a true story of a girl's um, pro wrestling team back in the 80s, I think no. it was. It was really, really a cute, really cute series. Super funny, by the but way. But that's where it was yesterday. They had the biggest television event after WrestleMania every oh, Monday that's night. Where you and were. so I took my wife and one of my kids and, uh, and her son, and we went up there and made a family outing of it. <laughs> so Skins is at the event that I'm trying to tell him about. <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> I'm like, have you heard of this little thing called WrestleMania? <laughs> I was on top of it. All right. Um, speaking of crazy characters, uh, a Wyoming Democrat lawmaker posted a video calling for politically motivated murder uh, murders. She posted a meme with a character called Antifa, a little old lady, which is obviously a reference to Antifa. And uh, this character, Antifa, is holding a rifle. And the full message reads, Antifa says, protect trans folks against fascists and bigots. These children have not all even been buried yet. The the incitement, again, Trump is being indicted over a book, was indicted and arrested over a bookkeeping error. But here is this Wyoming official tweeting out an incitement of violence involving rifles, talking about taking out, how did it go? What did it say here? Antifa says protect trans folks against fascists and and bigots. This is a call on the heels of of a slaughter of children to basically incite more of it. That's what this is. There was calls to her to resign. If that was a Republican who had tweeted that out, Skins, you think she'd still be in office? Most likely not. No, of course not. Where's the Republican Party tonight? JJD is right. We got to get active. We got to start working hard. And you, but you, and you want to know why we got to do it? Because we can't count on the Republican Party to do it for us. Because they're not. We're going to be back continuing the fight tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time, right here. Follow me on all the socials. Email me at Andrea K. Show. Our 24 hour comment line, 844 814 5227. Peace out. Bye.